0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Get Invested with Ben Dunbar
1: and Brett Ziffling
0: from Gerber Kawasaki.
1: And uh, we, you know, record these weekly 3 p.m. on Pacific Time. Uh, we're recording on Spotify and Clubhouse and then we jump to a Q&A session right after. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Ross will join us along with uh, a couple of other advisors.
0: Yeah. And as always, we kick off with our disclaimer today. We may be talking about stocks. Bankrupted hedge funds, bonds, the 10-year, random other stuff that is going on in the market, NFTs, uh, the 10-year, and everything in between regarding investing or speculating. Do not take anything we say today as advice. Please consult your advisor before making any investment decisions. And we have a lot here if you wanna talk to one. So today is March 31st uh and we are through q1 we made it we made it through q1 uh today we're going to be discussing what may be happened in some parts of your portfolio uh, a little bit of planning that you can do and some tax idea ideas especially with the tax deadline uh being extended and just to give you a preview of next week we're gonna spend a little time talking about wealth inequality and that uh hedge fund articles i don't even know how to pronounce it uh that whole blow up that happened
1: um, Blown up like a straight Robin Hood trader on a stimmy check.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it basically seems like that's what happened.
1: So <laughs> It's a ridiculous amount of leverage, but I mean, we've made it through the first quarter and kind of reflecting back, there's, you know, a few things that have happened. The 10-year the yield is up from about 90 uh, basis points to about 1.7% from the beginning of the year. A quote-unquote wild move, as Ben would say. <laughs> um, less impressive to me, but, you know, Ben's a big bond guy.
0: Love those bond moves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we remember when we didn't think the Democrats would win the Senate, um, you know, did you think that energy would be up 34%, uh, the canal would be blocked, you know, halting world trade in a sense, um, uh, financials are up 17% and, uh, all of the beloved investments from retail traders like tech, uh, discretionary, you know, they're, they're not really up maybe 2%. So, yeah, uh, big, pretty wild stuff.
0: Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's big tech that's driving some of that, um, Tech still doing okay. A lot of uh, a lot of the smaller tech, if you may, uh, especially those SPACs, haven't haven't done so well, and, and those are those aren't in the uh, the indexes.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of the big tech companies, like if you look at a lot of the charts, really they haven't moved since September. They've just been building this long base, um, and so it'll be interesting to see which way that uh, you know if we continue to break down a little bit further, or if they eventually pick it up and make it back to all time highs. Yeah, and that
0: kicks it off just with the general thought. And, and I saw Morgan Housel tweet this this morning, and he wrote this book called The Psychology of Money, one of my favorite books. I recommend all my clients to read it. A lot of great, good short stories. Maybe we'll bug him to have them on one of these days. But he, he quotes, good, the highest returns, better, decent returns, sustained for the longest period of time. If you ask how people did last year on their returns of their portfolio, they will quote some pretty ridiculous numbers. It's
1: absolutely absurd. I have every person I talk to right now thinks that 20% plus annualized returns are normal at this point. And that's because they they started investing in 2020, so last year. And last year was not normal. Um, A lot of the returns that we've seen since then are completely unsustainable for long periods of time. And we're long-term investors here at GK, and we plan to be here for the next 10, 20, 30 plus years old. I'm 25 years old myself. And so you know a lot of our clients are also younger. And can you just imagine the compound if you start as young as we are but in order to do that appropriately you have to think sustainable returns
0: yeah that's that's the big thing and and it's so funny like last year especially like there's been other years where the market had good returns and and you know i was only six seven years old in in the late 90s and (laughs) you were barely even born so uh, our our memory isn't that good during those times (laughs) but uh this last year it's it's so interesting everyone's talking about how well they did but no one's talking about their 10-year average rate of return even though the market's done fine and and the truth is and the reason why we we brought up how well financials have done this year and how well energy has done this year all the stuff that did absolute crap last year uh, financials did okay but the the truth is you're never going to pick the best areas to buy in but long-term consistent returns are the most important and especially when you're young, you have this eighth wonder of the world called what, Brett?
1: Compounding interest. Compounding interest.
0: Good. You passed. And, and you know, there's this sort of legendary investor. His, his name is Warren Buffett.
1: Might have heard of him before.
0: Maybe have heard of him. I have maybe read or not read every single one of uh, his books. <laughs> but at 30 years old, he had a million dollars. Okay. Frankly, we see a lot of people. Chump change. Yeah, these days, when you look at some of these portfolios, some of these IPOs, all of this stuff, uh, obviously, at 30 years old, having a million dollars is a lot. But here's what's crazy. At 30, he had a million dollars. At 44, he had $20 million. And then at 66, he had $17 billion. And now, and then at 83, $58 billion.
1: I'm what? sure that he's still eating at that same McDonald's too in Omaha.
0: No, and if, <laughs> yeah, he's and if the market's up and he's up, he's going with uh, I think two sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles <laughs> or McMuffins. And if the market's down, then he only gets one. Uh, and it's so funny, but compounding is so understated and this ability to have long consistent returns are really, really important. And And Brett's gonna talk about this in a second about staying invested, but that's something that we look at here is you're you're not going to have the absolute maximum return year in year out but it's about compounding over time yeah and it's not owning only one area of the market you need to make sure you have exposure and so so brett why, why don't you talk about why it's smart to stay invested and in not do this crazy trading that we see all too often
1: yeah we have a a cheesy saying here in the office that it's all about time in the market not trying to time the market and really it's this consistent allocation that ben keeps talking about and um i have this chart in front of me and i'll maybe i'll tweet it out but it it shows you the last 20 years of returns if you invested ten thousand dollars and what happens if you stayed fully invested is that ten thousand dollars grew to nearly thirty five thousand? okay but if let's
0: let's pause there so
1: 1999
0: to 2020, basically. This
1: Two show. of the worst crashes in history.
0: Well, not only that, we're understanding the early 2000s were tough, right? We had the dot-com bubble burst, we had 9-11, and then we had the war in the Middle East, things got better, then we had the financial crisis, things got better, then we had COVID, now we're here today. 10,000 yeah. turned into 35,000.
1: Yep, if you just did nothing. You just stayed with your consistent allocation. Now, if you just missed the 10 best days though, that return drops from about 35,000 to so your $10,000 only grew to about 15,000. So, so is that
0: the 10, 10 days per year, right?
1: No, it's the 10 best days out of the last 20 years.
0: Dang, so that's what, 70, yeah, 7,300 days. You missed 10 days. And I don't, I'm I'm almost positive on this, but I believe that in 2020, four of the best days in the past 70 years happened. I think three happened in April and one in March, if I remember correctly. So four of those days literally happened this year.
1: Yeah, it's absurd. And even what's more wild is if you missed the 20 best days, you basically didn't make anything. You were flat, 20 days. You missed the 20 best days of the market in the last 20 years. Your $10,000 was basically flat and obviously lost to inflation if that's still a real thing anymore. I mean, we only talk about it like, every freaking day these days. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, you know, to wrap that up, we have seen some rotation and in these asset allocations, and it's it's really important to have a diversified portfolio. And I know we bang on that a lot, but we've had a lot of conversations with prospects over the last month that have been absolutely destroyed because they have a huge allocation to these tech companies that had a major pullback. And so you know, some may see, say that this was due to just you know, Robinhood banning the confetti on the their app and all the the stimmy checks (laughs) running out Um, but it really comes down to something called valuation that a lot of people have seemed to forgotten about
0: valuation whoa throwback (laughs) yeah so it's it's hilarious i i somehow came up with this mini weird story of thinking about valuation and it's it's I I use Vuori sweatpants as an example. So sort of like Lululemon sweatpants, but even better. They're the
1: new cool kids Lulus. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So these sweatpants I would never buy for myself. I got them as a present. <laughs> okay. I would never buy. They are 120 bucks and they are the most comfortable sweatpants ever. Not even close. Right and here's the thing maybe people will spend 120 dollars for those sweatpants clearly they are clearly that's going on right now but at some point they get too expensive at some point someone's not going to pay 300 for a pair of sweatpants right and that is what is happening to some of the tech names is basically people have been paying up for future growth future growth future growth and at some point you're just paying a little bit too much, and so although we don't think this trend is changing as far as technology and these companies who have the ability to grow their revenue and are leaders in their industry, but at some point you're just overpaying for growth a little bit too much.
1: They are pretty comfortable though.
0: They yeah. Have you not <laughs> a pair
1: of those yet. No, I haven't. I'm okay. Big Lulu guy. Yeah. So and you, investor. You'll,
0: you'll you'll be you'll be completely changed.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah. So next week we had the tax deadline that was extended till May. Um. You know. Not sure if a lot of you guys have heard of that. Um, you know, Normally, it's April 15th. Um, your friend, Drisa Ben, is actually pretty happy, it seems, as well as our internal CPA, Mark. Um, I've actually talked to a few accountants that said it's a blessing and a curse to have more time. They were kind of ready to be done with their busy season and enjoy their summer as uh, things start to reopen. Uh, but ultimately, this gives you an extra month to file, and it's good, and an extra month to think about. Tax strategies, which Ben loves.
0: Yeah, and I'll I'll start off like we brought in an in-house CPA mark for this reason because with investing it's about after tax returns, frankly. Right? If you just ignore taxes, if you just invest without thinking about that, that's it's it it's huge how much more you have to pay in taxes when you don't think about it. And and I I can't help but come back to the Roth over and over and
1: over. Again. Ben loves the Ross. He's actually got a tattoo of Roth IRA is the dream. And I'll just let you guys guess where he has that located. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I, I don't have, it, but I swear, <laughs> I swear if I were to have one, that's where I'd have it. And, and so the Roth IRA it's created the night by in 1997 by the Sarah William Roth. And, and that's where it kind of all started. But the thing is, there is a lot more strategies to employ with the Roth instead of just contributing directly to a Roth IRA. Um, We now have a Roth 401k, which there's no income limitations. So if you make as a single person, more than 130 roughly, as a married couple, roughly more than 190, there's some limitations of contributing to a Roth. Now you have a Roth 401k, $19,500. What we are starting to see with a lot of our older clients is basically they put money into a traditional IRA their entire life. They're good savers, they put money in the 401k, maybe they stayed the course, their investments have grown well with us. And what's happening now is they're basically forced to take out more than they need out of their IRA every single year, those required minimum distributions. And what that's doing is is it's putting them in a higher tax bracket than potentially even when they put the money in.
1: A lot of people don't realize this that you have to pay taxes when you take money out of your 401k i don't know what it is that they think that oh just because it's this retirement account it's not the roth It is not the same thing and it's people have a lot less money than they think they do
0: for sure and, and and you know depending on what state you live in there's federal income taxes there's state income taxes and and it adds up to be a good amount and then also under the recent tax law changes when you if you pass away and your kids inherit your IRA your 401k they have to withdraw those assets within 10 years and if you do the math on age a lot of people's prime earning years are in their 50s early 60s and so what that means is when they inherit those assets they pay a lot of taxes on it so come back again take advantage of the Roth how the Roth works is you do not get a tax savings right now but the money grows tax-free for the rest of your life I don't know what taxes are gonna be in the future. If someone put a gun to my head and asked me, my guess is they would be higher. That being said, there's a lot of reasons to just consider paying the taxes now. Let that money grow tax-free for the rest of your life, especially if you're young like Brett Sifling.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, Ben mentioned that there's these income limits, too, uh, that you can't directly contribute to it. And, and contact us if you're over that, because there are ways to, to essentially get around it um, and still have Roth money, um, even though that you necessarily uh, don't qualify under you know the basically phase out right now.
0: Yeah. And even along with that is if you decide to take time off, maybe you had a good trading year like a lot of people did last year. <laughs> Um, there's some strategies that you can employ as well that will allow more money to grow tax-free. And maybe some of you made some trades last year and have these huge tax bills, right? Imagine if you have to pay taxes on it. You can do that when it's in a Roth
1: yeah I, I like not paying taxes that sounds nice yeah it's cool right? <laughs> so um getting back to normal uh, finally finally a lot of people are getting vaccinated um i don't know where you guys live or what's going on but la is getting more and more busy there is traffic for me coming into the office i hated it um there's less than 400 cases yesterday in la even with all these people out and about but please 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 be careful out there um we're so close Uh, We're almost out of the woods, but we're not there yet, Uh, but like I mentioned, I mean, I was at the beach this weekend. It was packed. Um, People want to go out. Um, They're sick of being inside. They're sick of, you know, getting DoorDash every night. Uh, They're sick of playing video games and they want to go out and spend their money.
0: So right now, Brad, it's full. If it was fully safe, what are you doing?
1: What am I doing? I'm traveling. I do not want to go everywhere. Um, I want to go to a baseball game so bad or a game at Staples center, watch the Kings or the Lakers, um, or just go to a bar for Christ's sake, <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, I definitely have got the bug or even Vegas. I, w- I would love to go to Vegas.
0: Surprise there. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, I think that's, it's, it's entertainment. That's what's exciting right now. And, uh, dodgers games right now 25 percent capacity a little harder to get tickets
1: yeah it's really hard to get tickets i mean i was looking up spring training um you're talking about inflation and things but you know since we do have limited capacity the prices of these tickets are through the roof right. i think that the spring training tickets were starting at like 400 dollars and they weren't even that great of seats for spring training For spring training tickets that's wild yeah we uh I actually just purchased my first
0: concert ticket for 2021 this wow. morning uh Krangbin, uh some of my friends favorite band uh, one of my or a couple of my friends favorite bands and basically that's for November. and guess what did the pre-sale and got pretty crappy tickets even by the time <laughs> I got there. So clearly other people other people are thinking the same thing and and frankly just biggest advice as you were just saying Brett uh, is just be careful. we're really close vaccinations are opening up for most in most states get vaccinated as soon as possible. So we can all hang in person.
1: Yeah. And you know, maybe we'll uh, eventually do one of these happy hours in, in person at Bodega and Santa Monica again. And uh, so, yeah, so from here, we're going to open it up to uh, questions on clubhouse. But before that, make sure you guys are following us on social media. We're doing these clubhouses every Wednesday at 3 PM followed by a Q and a, um, click on our clubhouse profiles right here. Uh, give us a follow and then you'll also have our Twitter and Instagram handles linked where we're putting out a ton of content every single day um, and then lastly you can always email us directly it's either Ben or or brett at gerberkawasaki.com we're happy to answer your guys's questions anyone on here can get an initial consultation that's completely complimentary where we can dive into your situation and give you recommendations that's more specific to you your life and what you're trying to do so with that we'll wrap it up and see you guys next wednesday